The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, you get a little taste of Mark's gospel as he describes the temptation of Jesus. It's all of two verses. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. And that's it. The other... The other uh, the other Gospels spend about 10 to 11 verses talking about that same, that same story, going into details about how Satan tempted Jesus. Most scripture scholars believe that Mark's Gospel was the first one that was written. And there seemed to be an urgency in his writing it because he was firmly convinced that the second coming was just around the corner, was, was going to happen very, very soon. And so his gospel talks about these stories, but they seem to be the Reader's Digest version of them. And, they just can, and the importance of trying to get the good news out there so more and more people will believe, be baptized for when Jesus comes again. And so it's interesting, when you read these stories, Mark is including what he thinks is the essential. And there is something different about his account of the temptation. He has this phrase, he was among wild beasts. So there must be something important about that. And I think that it is a reminder of what was lost. We think back to the dawn of creation and how God had created the animals and then created Adam and Eve, placing them in a garden, a garden where they, did, they could walk among all the wild animals and there was no fear that they were going to be attacked. There was no fear that they were going to be eaten. And so this, is a, this uh, gospel is directed to a Jewish audience. And of course, they have heard time and time again the story of creation uh, in their synagogues. And so just that little phrase, he was among wild beasts, 
reminded them of what was lost, what John Paul II called the original innocence. Something different has now occurred. In the midst of the chaos, the sin, and the suffering of this world, the Son of Man, the Son of God, has come into his creation. He has now been born of, of, of Mary, and through the incarnation he has become one of us, the Son of God through whom all things were created was now walking among, among his creation. And despite being among the wild beasts, he did not have any fear of them, because after all, through him, they were all created. So as I said, it is a reminder to us of what was lost. But now God has sent his son, and because of that, things have now changed. And then we go on to the second part of this very brief gospel. Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Mark, of course, is highlighting the most important part of Jesus' teaching. The kingdom of God is at hand. When we think of the kingdom of God, we, of course, are thinking of heaven, rightly so. But because the Son of God has entered our creation, that means heaven is now here on earth. For the Son of God now resides on earth. And so the kingdom of God is at hand is, is a way of identifying who Jesus truly is, the Son of God. And because he is present, things are about to become very, very different. And because he is present, because the, king of, the kingdom of God is present, he now has this charge for all who listen to him. Repent and believe in the gospel. This past Wednesday on Ash Wednesday, if you came here, then you probably heard that as we traced on your forehead with the ashes the sign of the cross. Repent and believe in the gospel. There's actually the more traditional formula Remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. But I have always chosen this as a priest, because this is a charge given to us by our Lord and Savior. Repent and believe in the gospel. Repent, meaning look inside your hearts and see what barriers sin has put up between you and your God. After all, the Son of God came to this earth to knock down the ultimate barrier of original sin that disrupted that original innocence in the Garden of Eden, that brought sin and suffering and death into our world. And yet, through our own sin, though, we continue to be intent on putting up those barriers again, 
separating us from God's love. And so we are called during this season of Lent to truly look at our lives. What are we doing that is building those barriers between our God and us? Or what are we not doing? Which can also build them up fast as well. And then the second thing, believe in the gospel. As summarized in John's gospel, for God so loved the world that he sent his son so that all who might believe in him might not perish but might have eternal life. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. This is the good news of the Son of God. And believing in the gospel means we are then called to repentance. And so it ends up being kind of a circular arrangement. We repent so we can believe. And as we believe, we recognize we still continue to fall short and we repent again. And so, my dear friends, as we here are at the beginning of our Lenten journey, may these words from Jesus' lips resonate in our hearts throughout this season of Lent. Repent and believe in the gospel. For when we truly turn our heart back to him, we recognize the truth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is our Lord and Savior, and through his sacrifice on the cross is offering us the gift of eternal life. That is what we believe, and that belief calls us to repent.